over over here. All right. It is party time. It is party time. It's Monday. We're trying to figure it out. I feel like I've been gone for a month and a half. Sarah Gonzalez. I mean, this has been this was a weird break this last week. A lot of people were concerned about you. Weird. Like yeah. I made a post saying that it was time to kind of take a minute to chill and I was going to take a week. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if it's because Chris was in Israel and then <laughs> had other things going yeah. on. And he was out for so long, and it just makes me feel like I'm out of sync mm-hmm. with everything. Nobody cares about the words I'm saying right now. Uh, even Mark is out right now. Kayla, which is fine by me, Mark. <laughs> Go get the flu. I don't care. Um, dude, it's been a while. I haven't seen you in like two weeks. It, yeah, it's it been is, weird, dude. People, been, people were really real concerned about you. But people were sending messages. Yeah. Like, send up a flare. I was getting messages everywhere. Twitter, Facebook, mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Text messages from people saying, where are you? Are you okay? You know, sometimes I put, you know, some introspective things to make people think about life out there. Not necessarily what I'm going through. Usually maybe a little bit a lot, but I put it out there. People get worried about me. Well, to be fair, I, for a very short time, did worry about you because I'm in communication with you all the time and, and your phone two, wasn't working. My phone was not working. So, okay, guys. So every year I do a thing with about five, 600 other cowboys down in a canyon in the middle of nowhere. And um, it's not a broke back thing. <laughs> there may be some of that happening in the woods. I don't know. And I don't care. But, you know, a lot of, a lot of influential people. It's so it's kind of a getaway. And so I was down there until this last Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. And then I got home Thursday morning. My phone decided it didn't like cellular service anymore. <laughs> Which is weird because I feel like that's the purpose of a phone. Right. So yeah. it stopped. So Wi-Fi would work. But you know how that goes. Not mm-hmm. everybody can text you if you're just on Wi-Fi. So I was trying to get some bills paid. I was trying to reset some accounts. I was trying to do all this stuff. Nothing could happen because I didn't have a cell phone. <laughs> all right. Now, part of me enjoyed the peace of that. Then Friday hit. Now, I'm going to do a truck rant on this topic because I was just talking to CJ the other day about all the stuff that people's kids are involved with these days. Your kids are involved with too much shit, all right? Soccer, basket weaving. Oh, I agree. Baseball, football, um, tumbling yeah there's there's they take you on day camps where they drive you out you look at the woods for 30 minutes and drive you back home and everybody's got to be involved in all of this crap i was going to do a truck rant about how you got to get your kids out of all this shit because it's too much shit but here's the deal christopher christian sorry too structured here's the deal though i on friday I went to the bank, I restructured some accounts, I moved some things around. That took about an hour and a half of my life, which was necessary, but I've been putting it off. And uh, I went into the bank, funny story, side story. I go into the bank and I had a check that was written out to an old LLC that uh, that account has been closed. And I go in there and I give it to her and I say, I don't know what to do with this check. Do I need them to reissue it because it's to the old thing? She goes, well, we'd we'd have a hard time identifying you. The bank manager walks out and goes, Hey, Chad. (laughs) Never been in this bank before. It's Chad Prather. I mean, screams it all over the bank. I said, does that verify my identity at all? So that being said, after that, I went to the mall, the mall, the mall. The mall is not. The mall is not what it used to be. (laughs) 
The mall sucks, guys. It's horrible. Brandon, the mall sucks. The, the uh, mall exists now for senior citizens to like make their laps. No, no. no. The mall exists for people to launder money. Oh. That, that, every business in there is a money laundering thing, right? <laughs> now, this, I mean, really, there's Pakistani dudes selling you places to go in there and take a selfie with a backdrop. Really? And I mean, you walk, you can't walk down the aisle of the mall, like the center court of the because some guy's going to stop you. You go, my brother, come here, my brother. You must try this cream for your eyes. And I said, I got that cream. I got that cream. And he goes, you don't have this cream. I said, same freaking tube. I got it. Where did you get it? Cabo. Oh, no, brother. I said, same shit. Same shit. And I make a wide berth coming back to walk around. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't want to, and he's yeah. like, oh, we already talked to you. And I get by, and he goes, hey, brother, not same shit. I said, same shit. <laughs> same eye cream. I already got it. Same stuff. <laughs> so I go to the Apple store, and uh, I don't want to get into all that that's going to take with these, uh. with these people who have never interacted with other humans, only objects for their entire life. Um. And I need a new cell phone. I'm trying to get an upgrade, or not an upgrade. I'm trying to trade it in and get the thing. They have it takes them three Just get hours. One that works. Three hours <laughs> to to revive this phone, whatever, revamp it, whatever they do to it. So I go upstairs. And this is I'm six hours into my day here. I go upstairs to the food court, and I'm going to eat something that resembles food. Okay. I, I sit down so. at a table because I'm an observer of life. I, I like this. I'm watching this stuff. I'm watching these kids whose hair looks like a bad uh, grooming clip at the dog pound, right? Like I'm watching these kids whose skin color closely resembles translucent. Like they haven't seen the sun. <laughs> these are vampires. It's like a weird comedy sketch of humanity at the mall and i start thinking to myself you know that thing about getting your kids uninvolved scratch that keep them involved <laughs> get them involved in more stuff get them outside take them to the park let them kick the dog let them do whatever they need to do but get them involved put them in put them in macrame all right <laughs> get keep them involved don't let them go to the mall that's what i'm trying to say because it sucks them in no it's a weird little culture in there yeah it's like what was that movie uh, with uh, David Duchovny years ago, uh, Evolution? Oh, yeah. Where the meteor hits and all the things down in the hole start to, like, that's the mall. <laughs> all these weird alien creatures are down in that hole, and then it starts to try to grow and take, it just evolves really, really fast to take over the planet. That's the mall. I expected any time to see Jay and Silent Bob standing over there smoking <laughs> a doobie near a comic book shop. It was weird, man. Yeah. What were we talking about? That was my week, Sarah. That's what point I'm trying to take you. They still have a pet store in the mall. Like, that pisses me off. Oh. There's, that a, there's yes. a pet store. And there's they're in dogs these tiny in glass little, cages. Yes, And yes. multiple dogs. Yeah. And, Chad, at, at the mall that's by my house that I'm shocked is still around because it's always empty, this is a brand new pet store that they just opened. What's the deal with that? And by it's the like way, a, the, a pet land yeah. type thing. Yeah. It, this, it really pisses me off, This is too. something... <laughs> I forget what this one's called, the puppy cage or something. Uh, anyway, I, do they have I, designer dogs? Yes, they yeah, got. Yeah, what, it's a mill. Mm -hmm, it's like a mill. Golden doodles. And honestly, and... God, I was like, this is gonna piss me off. But I'm gonna walk in there. I'm gonna look. And you know, it's a place for teenage girls to go in there and sit in a corner with a puppy. Yeah. Somewhere, I don't know where there's a trash can. 
Uh, you popped open a bottle of Dom Perignon the other night. I, this is not Dom, but no. I was like, me and Sarah are going to drink champagne today. Y'all can have some too if you want. Here it goes. There it goes. Oh, Boom. God. It scares me every time. Uh, hit the, it hurt, hit the buffalo. Come here. Hold your cup over here. So I go in there, and there's like this King Charles Cavalier Spaniel. With, you know, any receptacle that holds wine is a wine glass. All right. <laughs> so we're drinking some champagne. champagne. In uh, News and Why It Matters cups. Cheers. Cheers. Here's to new endeavors. The News yes. and Why It Matters. Have you ever watched that show? It's provocative. I hear it is a good show. A must watch is what I hear. Yeah. I hear the host is freaking awesome. It's in a lot, a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of provocative thought. That's all I'm going to say. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Oh. Quite provocative. Sounds like something right. I want to watch. So, go in there and they got this King Charles Cavalier Spaniel. And it's a little baby smush, yeah. right? In the little oh, cage. So cute. And I'm like, turn around and walk out. Turn around and walk out. Turn around and walk out. Do not support this. I know. I know. Do not support but this. But you want to rescue them from it. I want to get them out. I know. All I just these had puppies. this conversation and they were with probably a $6,000 dog in there. Who knows? To- they got bad credit, no credit, no problem. Truly. Go finance your dog. The, they, so we, I just to tell you, we we're like sharing similar experiences here because we went in and my husband saw those dogs and I was so close to getting him to agree to it. But we were looking at them. It was a mini golden doodle, I believe. Yeah. And they were like $5,000. I'm like, for a dog in a glass enclosure at yeah. the mall? Yeah, that's going to shit on your floor. If I'm going to pay that much, I'm going to a reputable breeder. Now, exactly. Like, so my biscuit came from um, out of Shelly Luther, yeah. our, our good friend Shelly Luther. Right. So they, she's got hers, and they every now and then has puppies. They're yeah. not breeders. Yeah. But they got a farm out there, and they got a great line of dachshunds. So I got a mini dachshund from her. And, like, this is a great dog because this dog cleans up after itself. Because Biscuit, she poops, turns around, and eats it. Oh, no. And not only that. She was just not licking only me that, earlier. Kayla, don't let her lick you, ever. I sh- you saw her do when it. When I get home, like, I moved into the new house, which I love, by the way. I got great neighbors. They leave me alone. It's fantastic. <laughs> I finally met some immediate neighbors just this weekend. Um, and They're uh, cool? Huh? They're cool? I don't know. I mean, we said hi. Oh. And basically with a, with a nod that said, you're going to keep to yourself, right? And we both agreed <laughs> to that silently, and it was okay. But there's a big black cat that roams around my property, and it's a big fat one, so it's, it's well fed, fed yeah. right? So there's there's mice, and thank God for that, because yeah. I, mine backs up to the woods and a little creek and stuff. So this cat's doing its job. That's what cats are for. They're not for petting and loving like you have. Right. <clears throat> okay. Your, your cat tried to suckle you. Yes. Saturday. Yes. You it's sent actually, me a picture of your cat and said this cat just tried to suckle me. It, it's actually a problem. So apparently when cats get taken away from their mothers too young, they like try to suckle other things, except my cat but actually goes straight for my nipple. Okay. It's very weird. I Obviously, I don't let him, but it is <laughs> very weird. It makes me uncomfortable. Uh, I'm uncomfortable. Maybe he, see, he sees the baby doing it and he's like. You think that's it? <laughs> I don't, I don't think the cat's thinking like that. <laughs> But this cat around my house has a particular spot out by my driveway, and I have a detached garage out back. Cat likes to go out there and do its business mm-hmm. back there. Biscuit gets out of the truck, beeline every day, getting a snack, <laughs> getting a little kitty snack. <laughs> and I've had to pull it out of her mouth. And, oh. I mean, sometimes I can't get there in time. Like, she'll fight me over this turd. I mean, <laughs> she will fight me for the turd. What? And, and I'm like, ugh. This, oh. this is a dog that sleeps at the foot of my bed. Ugh. Yeah. 
Well, would would sleep on my face if I let her, but yeah, I'm not, yeah, not yeah. letting her. Um, I feel like doesn't that mean that the dog has a some sort of a deficiency if they do this that? This dog has a lot of deficiencies. <laughs> I mean, this biscuit's always doing something. I got to take her to the vet. Actually, I got to get her a shot. She's got some allergies going on. But this was my week, so it was all that. <laughs> and then, and then, of course, Saturday I had a big get together at the house. Sunday I went to a two year old birthday party, and and I'm looking around and my 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 you know. Uh, the the two year olds on the bicycle butt naked last night, and just driving around. I'm like, I want to be two again. I want to. I just want to ride my bike butt naked. Yeah, how is it fair that when you're uh, two, it's cute, and when you're an adult, they like well, throw you in jail? Yeah, and I'm like, I, I really just, I just want to get on a bicycle and, and just ride down the street naked in the middle of the night. I think you should see what happens if you at do that it. point. I don't think the neighbors are going to keep to themselves. No. I don't think so. I think they're going to want to join the party. It's going to be a naked party. Just to add champagne. But it was a long week. It was a long week. I felt like I, I really missed you guys. I did. I missed I missed you. I you and I stay in touch. So yeah. I was like, it's I feel like I haven't you. seen you in a month. I know. It was a very and long I'm It was gonna, a very long week. <laughs> and we're but we're gonna go to a break in a few minutes and then hopefully we're gonna come back. I'm kinda giddy because of the guest that I hope we're gonna have after the break. Uh it, did we ever get them? Do we know? We'll get them. Okay. No, we don't know. Like I'm it's at a point now where if we if we're trying to get a guest on, and it's like we're having all these technical issues. After a while, it's like I don't care if it's I don't care who it is. I just don't want to talk yeah. to you. Yeah. Like I said, I'm done. If you don't know how to work a computer, I got things to say. And but my my favorite all time author, hopefully, will join us the next segment. We'll if see. not, well, we'll entertain you. We'll some all more. find out together. If not, we'll talk about <laughs> Kanye West. Oh yeah. We'll talk about Yee. Yeah. Is it and, ye or yay? I don't know. I feel like it's yay. Is it yay? It's yay because you're taking the end of con yay. I had this conversation yeah. last week because it's ye z, right? Yeah. But it, okay, but Chris says it's ye. I think it's yay. Well, me personally, I don't k. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, don't give key. a rat's a. <laughs> uh, I, I don't. So, um, um, well, fine. we're going to talk about that. I, I got a little controversial on Twitter this week about no, my opinion on i didn't think it was controversial at all you want most of you who watch this show or listen to this show you won't think so either but uh you know i, I have my opinions on this whole kanye thing and we've got i want to talk to you about our good friend who was on a very popular podcast we'll talk about that okay, too great because i think you've listened to that episode I did. I did. so we'll get into some things and talk behind the scenes about yay or yee or jeezy I don't know who these people Jeezy. are. I don't know. Who, is there a Jeezy? There's a young so, Jeezy. Young Jeezy. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, not the same person though, right? A, a Diddy. P. Diddy. There's Diddy. Remember when Puffy. he was Puff Daddy? It's Puff Daddy, Sean Combs. Yeah. Puffy. Uh, let's wow. talk about First Liberty. Uh, when it comes to liberals in Congress, and uh, they're not liberals anymore. They're leftist progressives is what they are. There's no way that uh, they would accept term limits for themselves, but yet they're fighting tooth and nail to impose term limits on our Supreme Court justices. Uh, so it's, you know, term limits for thee, but not for me. It's completely hypocritical. And, uh, you know, since when has it ever been a problem for the left to be hypocritical? They do whatever it takes to seize more power, even if it means purging the Supreme Court of its most experienced justices. Uh, to no one's surprise, their new court purging scheme would remove long-serving 
conservative justices, Clarence Thomas, uh, Justice Alito come to mind. Then they would replace uh, those with new justices who would just rubber stamp their radical agenda. So since Democrats are working hard to pass court purging with term limits, we need to work even harder to stop it, or the Supreme Court, as we know it, will never be the same again. So if you care about the integrity of the Supreme Court and don't want to see it taken over by political hacks, visit SupremeCoup.com. If you haven't done so already, go do it. Supreme, C-O-U-P.com. SupremeCoup.com. We'll be right back. Of a bitch! Oh. Yeah, we didn't get our guest. <laughs> we couldn't get him. Nelson DeMille. We're going to get him next week. Happy Monday, He's everyone. got a new book coming out tomorrow. We'll give him this love. Uh, he's got a new book coming out tomorrow. It's the, I think it's the eighth installment of the John Corey series. It's called The Maze. If you haven't read any of those books, oh my God. Nelson DeMille, honest to God, when they reached out to me about him coming on the show, I was like, you were fanboying? I, I mean, like a boss. <laughs> I mean, I can't wait to read this book. It takes him 16 months to write a book. Whoa. And he writes it on a legal pad with a number one pencil. You know anybody that uses a number one pencil? No, it's always number two. Yeah, <laughs> it usually is. Why is it a number one pencil? I don't know, but that's what he likes. But he, it takes him 16 months. He writes it out on a legal pad. It is witty. Wow. It is smart. It is educational. It is sarcastic. He writes everything in the first person. So John Corey is a, is a New York detective. It's all based around Long Island because that's where Nelson DeMille is from. So if you saw The General's Daughter or mm -hmm. if you've read Plum Island or any of those, like, like those are all, um, th those are all, it's all based, you know, the old John Travolta, General's Daughter. That was, mm -hmm. um, that's a Nelson DeMille book. Um, so he had that character, Paul Brennan, who was uh, in three different books. Then he's got John Sutter, or I'm sorry, Paul Sutter, who was uh, in two books, which was um, the first book I ever read, The Gold Coast. Oh, literary masterpiece. And then like 16 years later, maybe not that long, but like 12 years later, he writes The Gatehouse, which is the follow-up to that. And oh, wow. devoured it. <laughs> devoured it. But then the John Corey series, there's been like eight of those books. Phenomenal. He's written over under some pseudonyms and some and some aliases wow. and stuff, some pen names out there. But let me tell you, ah, ah, I'm giddy. Well, when you have him on, can you ask him why the number one pencil? Well, I will ask him. And I also want to remind him that I, I'm not going to blame him that when a man is 79 years old, he, he listen, he's a decorated Vietnam veteran. Wow. Uh, saw a lot of action in Vietnam. He, actually, the Paul Brennan character was based on his own experiences in Vietnam. Mm -hmm. And he wrote his follow up to the general's daughter was up country, which takes him back into Vietnam, into the places where, you know, some of those those battles happened. And uh, it was actually based on his own revisiting Vietnam 30 years after huh. he left. So anyway, incredible author, incredible person. I, I can't wait to talk to him about the new book, The Maze. So I'm giddy with this. And they reached out to me. Yeah, that's funny. It's fascinating. Yeah. Like, Isn't it funny when your life comes full circle, full circle. like that? Yeah. yeah like I, I can remember laying in a friend's guest bedroom because I was homeless a long time ago. Wow. Reading... Um, reading The General's Daughter or reading Gold Coast because mm -hmm. that friend was like, I was like, you got anything to read around here? And they got all these books. I was making a joke. They got a whole library. So it was a nice house. Yeah. And so they were like, oh, have you ever read Nelson DeMille? No. They were like, here, you got to read Nelson DeMille. I wish I could get this excited about Brian Kilmeade. 
who will be on the show in a few weeks, but <laughs> I do nobody love Brian. Send, I read everything Brian clip. Kilmeade writes. Nobody sent him this clip. Yeah, so I read everything <laughs> Brian Kilmeade writes. Personality-wise, not the same. But I the, love those first full circle moments, though. But those full circle moments where it's like this is the universe coming yeah. back to you. So our good friend Dave Rubin, mm-hmm. speaking of that, was just on um, uh, Bill, Bill Mars. Mars' podcast. Mm-hmm. Club Random. Club Random, which is pretty fascinating. It's if you want to listen to Bill Maher get high and over talk everybody. Yeah. It's a weird conversation because he's a terrible interviewer. Bill Maher's a great comedian. He's a great monologist, but he is a terrible interviewer. Well, I mean, I, I can imagine that one would not be a great interviewer just by the sheer fact that they're completely wasted. Hammered. Like 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 second number one hammered. of the podcast, just completely hammered. And and then you have Dave Rubin, who is a pretty good interviewer. Yeah. He's great. And, and he turns around, he's at some point at some points he's interviewing Mar. Right. Right? And so Dave's drinking tequila. Mar's getting high. And I noticed, by the way, did you watch any of it or just listen? I just listened to it. Okay. Well, there was a very familiar tequila bottle. Yeah, that they had. It was the the blue and white one that you had not that long oh, ago. Oh, Cause Azul. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had that sitting right there on the table. Yeah. I said, "That's a good one." I've drank that tequila. I almost brought a new bottle of that in here today. <laughs> um, but they were talking on that show, and you know, that was one of the things Dave was talking about the universe. And Bill Market yeah. talking about, "I don't believe in the universe, like doing things for you." And Dave, of course, said, "Yeah, the universe, dude. It, you put these things out into the universe, they come back full circle. They do all that. So you never know with mm-hmm. stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Million dollars, million dollars, million dollars, <laughs> billion dollars." <sighs> My t-shirts are on sale if you use promo code three three sale at watchchad.com. <laughs> Cleaning out inventory. So help me bring that into full fruition in the universe. But anyway, it's <laughs> um, a fascinating podcast. Yeah, it was weird." At it was times. weird. And we'll see Dave in a couple of weeks yeah. because we're going to do election coverage here. I think they're going to let me be involved. I hope so. I think I get to do the pre-coverage, you and me probably, before yeah. Glenn starts telling important stuff. Are we Glenn's opening act? It, basically so. That's historically That's okay. the way it's been. So I don't know. The uh, powers that be have not given me. Of course, I had said I was going to be off somewhere hunting. Yeah, yeah. They didn't think you were going to be but here. But now I'm like, nah, happy. I think I'll be here. I think gotta be. be I think gotta be. be. You talked me into it. It's a it's a big night. It's a really big night yeah. for the country. I think the universe just gave me a headache. I was wondering. It could be cheap champagne. Um, this is not. This is good champagne. This is not cheap champagne. <laughs> it's not expensive champagne. It could be the cup I'm drinking it out of. So Kanye. All right. Okay. So I put the tweet out the other. Kanye obviously went on and had a very, I guess, important interview with Tucker Carlson. And that's that, and I'm going to play that in a second. But do we, and we have, you know, we have these celebrities. And like you take, for instance, a Bill Maher who says something every now and then, and everybody's like, oh my God, he's being red pilled. He's I absolutely hate not. hate when people say he's that. He's absolutely not. He's just saying things that are commonsensical and he's speaking out against extremes. Conservatives are like the nerd at the high school dance who you're just like so excited for someone to notice yeah. you. And you're like, oh my God, oh my God, she likes me. No. Yeah. They still don't. They still don't. They don't live. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to get across to yeah. people when I tweet these things. They would not piss in your ear no. if your brain was on fire. No. They live in another stratosphere. Yes. Trust they- me when I tell you that I've been around some celebrities, a lot of them actually. Mm-hmm. They don't care. No. They don't care. They live in a whole other world. 
You've been around celebrities. They don't care. Mm-hmm. Different world. Mm-hmm. Well, not saying they're mean or ugly or what. Some of them are. Some of them aren't. Yeah. But even still, they're in a different world. Well, even Elon Musk. They're like, but he said he believes yeah. in freedom of speech. It's like he's, he believes in transhumanism. Exactly. <laughs> he just built an AI robot that will destroy all of us when Skynet goes self-aware. <laughs> it's like He's like one of the biggest climate change advocates. Like, exactly. No. <laughs> exactly. So Kanye. You know, Kanye comes out and does this thing, and he, you know, they let him. He's back on Twitter, whatever. And then immediately gets banned. We'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Again, Ugh. it's so. Um, he comes on. He does a Tucker Carlson thing, and he's talking about you know life of unborn babies and why abortion is wrong. And kudos for saying that. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, he wears a White Lives Matter T-shirt, which is also for sale. At his website. Uh, so this, I mean, listen, if I could, drum, I'm a marketing guy. If I could drum up that kind of PR yeah, real smart. quick. It's smart. Yeah. Once again, I'm not saying he don't believe this stuff. <laughs> I believe he probably does the stuff he's saying, but he ain't 100% full bore on it. And now I put this tweet out there, put it up there. I said, uh, no one needs Kanye West to tell us that uh, any lives matter, white, unborn, whatever. We already know that without celebrity promotion. Mm -hmm. Now, everybody came at me and said I was bashing Kanye. No, I I don't have the energy to bash Kanye West, nor do I care to bash Kanye West. They were like, a lot of people said, well, I'm glad he said it. I'm glad he said it. Right. But if you look at my follow-up tweet right there, it said, there's no bashing here. Your conviction, Matt, your conviction, you, the listener, watching this show right now, your conviction matters just as much as Kanye's. People are now finding validation because a celebrity said what they've been saying for years. A celebrity with a platform doesn't validate truth. It was true before he said anything. And I'm glad he said it. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad he said it. But guys, stop getting hard on for it. Okay? Because when you do that, you're setting yourself up for a huge letdown later on. Because again, these people are going to come out with their wild cockamimi, you know, anywhere from South Beach to Hollywood to New York, Manhattan ideas that don't fit with your Midwestern values yeah. and your blue collar, hardworking values. And you're going to be like, well, damn, I thought he was on our side. No, 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 no. no. They just said something that you agreed with. They're on their side. Yeah, I mean, God bless these people, though, because they're just clamoring for someone who has some sort of, you know, uh, influence on culture to say something that they agree with. And so they hear just the slightest bit and they're like, finally, someone's saying it. But you can't also simultaneously say who cares what Hollywood thinks. But but give me give me the Sarah Gonzalez's of the world, the Steve Dace's of the world, you know, the, the people who have been in the trenches. Right researching this stuff, doing the writing, doing the work, saying this stuff for years and putting it out there. And then suddenly somebody comes along, Bill Maher farts and, and something comes out that sounds somehow conservative. It, it's a conservative toot. And everybody's like, oh my God, I'm subscribing to HBO. You know what's funny? I was just thinking about this earlier this morning because I, I, I constantly think about, you know, I am a minority, right? I would, but no, hold on. I, but I, I would be. I'm gonna need to see that circumcision. I would be so much more famous. Not that I care about it, but like I would have so many more followers and viewers if I had been Democrat and then changed my mind and become conservative. Thanks. They always get all of the credit. It's like I've been right the whole time, right? And you don't get as much credit, right? 
if you aren't the one who's walking away from the left. Right. It's like, bitch, I already knew that this was the right side the whole time. Exactly. <laughs> it, like This was always a whole deal. It's just like the person at the church who murdered three people, went to prison, escaped the death penalty, found Jesus in prison, and <laughs> yeah. now every church in America wants to hear their testimony. Yeah, yeah. What about the guy who gave his life to Christ when he was eight <laughs> right, years old right. and has lived a good life his entire, you know, like raised a great family and grandkids yeah. and, and, and served in the church and the community and did all these things, right? We don't want to hear that guy's story. You know why? Because it's boring. <laughs> yeah. Am I right? You get no credit. Am I right? They always want the ones who are like reformed leftists. Exactly. So anyway, we I want to talk some more about this stuff because that probably pissed some people off right here. And yes, what I'm here to do. Uh, charging higher interest is how banks make more money, and they take a lot more of your hard-earned money if your credit score is just okay but not great. Well, ScoreMaster, the new science in accelerating credit scores, puts you in control of your money, not the bank. Say your credit score is 700, you're borrowing 500 grand to refi your home. That's a lot of money. Hey, hey, hey! Starting at ScoreMaster could save you over 75 grand over the life of your loan. That's 75 grand. That's your money, not the bank's. Now, that's the genius behind the ScoreMaster three-week rule, especially now with the soaring interest rate. So no matter your credit score, before you apply for any loan, auto lease, or credit, start at ScoreMaster. It only takes a minute to get started. You can add 60 to 100 points in about three weeks. Life has enough regrets. Don't add paying higher interest rates to the list. Visit scoremaster.com slash Chad. You get a special seven-day trial. Again, special seven-day trial is waiting at scoremaster.com slash Chad. We'll be right back. We're back! Yeah! <laughs> My Freddie Mercury. Hey, we're back! <laughs> I haven't waxed eloquent in a week. I want to do it right now, folks. Uh, gone. Just a mere week, Chris. Just a mere week from your watchful eyes and listenful ears. The whole of the news cycle turns into a cornucopia into which one merely need dip a toe in order to find oneself soaked in amusing food for jocular thought. And what, oh, Chad, who left us wailing in the cold, what could you possibly be referring to? Well, I'm going to start with the president, the head honcho, the fearless leader, the commander-in-chief himself, Joe Biden. Joe Byron. Yes, the man of the hour who has inexplicably added to the collective talents bestowed upon the office of president. The most coveted of skills, the ability to talk to the dead. God, I hate I was out of there, out of here last week. <laughs> last Wednesday, Biden did a little more than reach across the aisle. He reached across the mortal divide itself when he <laughs> called upon dead Indiana Republican lawmaker Jackie Walorski <laughs> to come up and be recognized. Now, I know that your first reaction and mine would be to say something like, holy shit, the president's finally lost the last two marbles he had rolling around in his pea brain skull. Can we please 25th Amendment this dude and save ourselves the remaining embarrassment and possibly a nuclear war? But I want you to consider two things. First, um, one, what if he was right? <laughs> we have neither any confirmation nor proof against the idea that Miss Walorsky's ghost was in attendance of the event. And hey, old Joe's tippy toes are so close to the great beyond, he might actually be able to see into it. Maybe all those times he was shaking the hand of someone who wasn't there, maybe there was someone there. Second and more important, in my opinion, is that if we get rid of this dingbat, we got a worse dingbat waiting in the wings. Mm. Joe Biden's got a wicked case of the old timers floating around in his noggin, but the chick standing behind him with the Nagin-esque baseball bat goes full re-re all on her own. Yes, the vaunted, sainted, feminine icon and MVP of the BOC, Kamala Harris, decided 
the next day that she would make a valiant effort to one-up the president by stating that we have a very important, strong, and enduring alliance with North Korea. She proceeded to make this statement after visiting the demilitarized zone and returning to the part of Korea we actually are welcome in, which is, of course, South Korea. (laughs) Now, lest you think that we're living in the end times as it might be written by Monty Python, let me make some calm assurances to you about the state of our country in the main and the world at large. It might not sound like much of a hopeful hot take, but it's better than waiting to have your insides painted the bottom of an impact crater. Now, right now, we, we're seeing about as good an example of mismanaged power as you can get short of true evil anti-genius like Mao or Stalin or even Hitler. The bumbling, stumbling, mumbling head of state with his mind-numbingly stupid VP and administration of monkeys flinging poo don't look great on the world stage. But they're also setting the stage. God willing, they're setting it for something different. The pendulum may well swing back in the opposite direction. And who knows, this time it might produce a character who has the pugnacious tenacity of a Donald Trump combined with the wisdom and the sagacity of a Ronald Reagan. Our nation yearns for, cries out for a spate of relief from the constant effusive insult to our collective intelligence. Come on, folks. We strive day in and day out to lead our lives by example that it may trickle upward into the halls of power. We miss the days of mean tweets, not because of the tweets, because when there were mean tweets, at least the friggin' country made sense. Okay, we miss the mean tweets themselves, too. Voting time is a-coming around. The mountain folks get the bad guys out, get the good guys in, if there are any good guys to be had. And for God's sake, if it turns out Joe Biden can talk to the dead, let's get that man a reality TV show, because I want to hear what he has to say. I don't. Yeah, you do. He lo- the, the picture that you showed whenever you were talking about him, he looks like a skeleton. Yeah, you do. I said, no, the, the creepy whispering, I just, no. Come on, no. I think we can at least say that the conversation is over about climate change. <laughs> like... Hurricane Ian, of course, pummeled the West Florida coast. First hurricane ever. Ever? Yeah, because of climate change. Yeah, I mean, ever. We've so never we seen We can at least say that for the first time, yeah. climate change, we can just settle that right now. <laughs> no one. I'm going to get back to ye or yay or jeezy in a minute. <laughs> since, since you're our resident yegro expert, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> here's, what, here's my thing. Ron DeSantis, flawless execution of yeah. leadership through this crisis. Flawless. Which you know the left hated. They hate it. Mm-hmm. And they can't stand it. They would have, they would have preferred more people dead I put, from inaction. Exactly. I put a tweet on there because Ron DeSantis tweeted. I retweeted it. And it, but he said, you know, this bridge is operational again, connecting it to the mainland after just three days. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and people are like, oh, all I had to do is pack a little dirt, just pack a little dirt on the, on the road, on the side of the whole thing. And I was like, I retweeted, I said, Baltimore wouldn't have done this. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Chicago wouldn't have done this. Atlanta wouldn't have done this. You know it. I know mm-hmm. it. The de- your dead grandfather that voted for Joe Biden knows it. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't happen in three days. Right. Wouldn't happen to people like, oh, yeah, well, Joe Biden paid for it. No, no, no. The taxpayers did. Look, Joe Biden, yeah, he funneled a lot of money to, to Florida, but he funnels a lot of money everywhere. Joe Biden also was the president who at first would not even he refused to reach out to Ron DeSantis right. and instead reached out to the, uh, you know, the mayors, <laughs> the more local yeah. officials. And just I don't know, Ron DeSantis just didn't get that call from Joe Biden. No. I wonder if it was that was a political move at all. Yeah. And everybody's losing their freaking minds. Like, oh, well, you just pack a little dirt. Do you honest to God? I, like, I want to y- y- 
you were watching with your husband. You were watching football last yeah. night. I was watching the same thing, yeah. and I texted you because they were playing in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, beautiful night sky here at Baltimore, this skyline here, gorgeous city. I was like, I want to see aerial coverage provided by Goodyear. I wanted to see like a drone flying over, <laughs> you know, a bunch of people sleeping in the street and just the trash. Yeah. Like from the from the water, yeah, any skyline is beautiful <laughs> lit up at night. But you know good and well places like Baltimore with the liberal leadership was never, ever, ever have gotten that done so fast. Yeah. And you know, Florida's back up and running. Listen, I'm doing I'm doing I'm doing five shows in Port Charlotte, Florida. It got hit. They, the the Vasani Theater down there just got the air conditioning units ripped off the building. My buddy Eric that owns the place, he was there. And so When are you doing shows then? Uh in a month. Oh wow. In November. And so he called me last night and he said, um, I said, are you okay? You guys all right? I've been getting reports from Party Foul Steve because they've been communicating. Mm-hmm. I said, you guys all right? He goes, yeah, we just got to, got the building got hit, but we're putting it back together. I said, are the shows on? He goes, oh yeah, that's why I'm calling you. He goes, we're adding an extra night. We're adding another night. So we're going to be there starting Wednesday night, the 16th, going all the way through Saturday wow. night. They're at the Vasani there in Port Charlotte. So y'all come out. But they got hit and it's like, these people know how to pull their shit back together. Mm-hmm. And go on, business as usual. New Orleans still isn't recovered from Katrina. Still not. Yeah. Still not. It's true. Anyway. So while we're on the subject of hurricanes, could I just ask, (laughs) people who live literally like on the coast in a place where they know that they are very likely to have a hurricane and have their house completely swept away. Yeah. Should they like, should they kind of be on their own for rebuilding? Should they receive? I mean, you took the chance, right? Should, should they receive taxpayer money or, and, uh, right, and funds, yeah. FEMA? I mean, should you receive just embrace that when the you climate? Know? Yeah, I mean, if you know, embrace the change. If you know embrace that you are in a hurricane area, yeah, and you live right there, right on the coast, it's I a, don't feel like my tax money should go to help I, you I rebuild your with you. mansion on with the you. coast. I mean, there's arguments to be made, but on both sides, yeah. I uh, speaking of hurricanes, I I felt I I love the song "Hurricane" by Bob Dylan, mm-hmm. and I go to spin class. <laughs> it sounds gay. That is the gayest thing about you. Sounds gay. Go I love going class. to spin class. I love cycling. I love getting on the bike. I do the whole thing. And the other day, they were playing the 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 song "Hurricane" is a protest song about the the wrongful imprisonment of Reuben Carter, who was the boxer. I think they did a Denzel movie. Denzel played Reuben Carter. So anyway, that was his nickname, Hurricane. And so they're playing this song at the beginning of the spin class. And this thing's got the N-word in it in several places. I mean, it's like wow. all this kind of stuff. And there's like a whole row of black folks on the front deal. And I was like, bold move by the spin instructor <laughs> to play Bob Dylan's Hurricane. But I love the song. It's a fantastic song. Yeah. You know, they, you know what? In the real world, people don't get triggered by everything. Right. They just don't. Right. Right. We're just enjoying our spin class. All right. Do you really control your retirement money? Uh, if you got a 401k or an IRA or similar retirement plan, the government controls it. They have it. Uh, they decide how much you can borrow and you got to pay it back if you're going to owe taxes and the penalties for taking money out too soon or waiting too long. It's your money, but not to them. 
thanks to our skyrocketing national debt in the Congress that continues to spend like drunken sailors on shore leave. Who knows how much you'll have to pay in taxes during a retirement that, hey, these days may last you 30 years. Bank on yourself is a better way to grow and protect your hard-earned money. This retirement plan alternative has never had a losing year in over 160 years. You're in control. You get to access your money for any purpose, no questions asked, without government penalties or restrictions on how much income you could take or when you could take it. So you can't do that with a 401k or an IRA. You can't do it. This is the strategy famous business folks like, you know, McDonald's. Um, they use when their no banker would lend them a dime and almost anyone can do it. Built-in inflation protection, your money's guaranteed to grow by a larger dollar amount every single year in both good times and bad. Peace of mind, perhaps the best reason of all, you'll know the minimum guaranteed value of your retirement savings on the day you plan to tap into them. And at every point along the way, you can get a free report with all the details on how the bank on yourself strategy adds, guarantees, predictability, and control to your financial plan. Just go to bankonyourself.com slash chat. That's bankonyourself.com slash Chad, and we'll be right back. Oh, my God. Sitting around here, and them tiny bubbles are going to my head. <laughs> what are we talking about? Okay, Bill Maher. What are we talking about? Um, Kanye. Let's go eat sushi. Steven's in the room. Yeah. I want to let's go. Eat. I want to. Yeah. Let me. I want get the kids. Get everybody. Okay. Call your mama. I oh. want sushi tonight. I, I really want we, sushi. tonight. We need to get caught up. Stephen's yeah. rolling his eyes. He's like, "Dear God, do we have to hear more about Chad's relationship issues?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, Stephen. <laughs> yes. Uh, my world is marked in doom, and I want you to carry that load with me. I wasn't going to rat you out. You but. rat me out. Um, hey. Um, Yee, yay, whatever, Kanye. So, do we need to play the clip? Should we play it? I mean, so he's on Tucker Carlson. He says all this stuff. The point being, you know, if you go back and you read your Bible, it talks about, hey, if 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 you remain silent, the rocks will cry out, mm-hmm. right? Talking about in praise to God, right? Because the creation recognizes its creator. There's always going to be that time which somebody's going to step up and say something you agree with, yeah. right? We mentioned Bob Dylan a little while ago with all of his protest songs. He, a whole generation recognized their voice in his music. That's why Bob Dylan, who is a great poet, terrible singer, became a thing, right? <laughs> I love Bob Dylan music, but I wish somebody Not else was singing it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> that's the whole thing. So, okay, so you got your Kanye's, you got your Joe Rogan's, you have your Elon Musk's, I'm assuming. My thing is, I just, I don't need a celebrity, and I don't think anybody listening needs this. You don't need a celebrity to validate the truth you believe in and your convictions. That's all I was saying with that. Your audience believes that. Yeah. I think there's a large part of society who does, sadly. It, it And I'm not saying also for that group of people that it's not necessary, because sometimes... Some eyes might be opened up to go, okay, maybe I am thinking wrong. I mean, politics is downstream from culture, right? Right. So I get it in that sense why that's important, and Mm -hmm. I'm glad they say it, because there are people out there who go, you know, this world's kind of going to shit, and and, and Vladimir Putin's got his finger on the nuclear button, and maybe we are about to get some kind of boom, boom. (laughs) Why is the world going to shit? Oh, well, here's a guy that I've listened to his music, and maybe he's saying something. I've never understood how a person who sings Jesus Walks translates into 
how I'm supposed to think about my worldview. Right. That to me seems a little sketch, but if it works, it works. That's my thing is like I, I and I don't disagree with you. In fact, I completely agree with you. But I just think it's sad that there is a large uh, sector of society because we have all of these identity politics that I could tell the black community all about Margaret Sanger and how, you know, abortion was a eugenics program and all of these black babies are being aborted. So if you are the non-racist party you probably want more black babies to be born rather than aborted like you and i can tell the black community all these things but somehow it will not be as well received as when a member of their own community says it i don't agree with it i don't think it's right yeah but that just is what it is you had a provocative tweet about how you know he gets back on twitter and he summarily got booted immediately for saying white lives matter and yeah i, I just said you know he clearly wants to elevate cancel not booted for that yeah but. he kanye wants to elevate black culture and the left wants to cancel him for it so you tell me who's the real racist right great tweet. That, that's what he wants to do right he's trying to ele- he's trying to tell them like we need to stop killing our, our children right you know we need to have uh, uh fathers in the homes i mean these are all things that would help black culture so much yeah. but i get called a racist for saying it yeah you yeah. are a racist but that's for <laughs> you're you're a yegro expert <laughs> now what got him banned on twitter a day after he got back on there yeah, was when was... he started talking about being a black hebrew I... that Ugh. is where i'm saying guys yeah. that you start getting into that it gets very anti-semitic real fast <laughs> yeah it there's no there was no excuse for that no it gets real anti-semitic real fast <laughs> And, and which is why you have to stop worshiping these people exactly because again i'm just i guess what i'm trying to say is yes let the rocks cry out but also remember that the rocks don't always operate with critical thinking skills right. <laughs> they're still dumb as stones sometimes the rocks be a little crazy yeah they the, the rocks recognize yeah. but they don't always think yeah you know they recognize truth when they see it right they recognize the things that are important, but they don't always, you know. So I'm just saying, be careful where you lay them eggs, where you put them, because mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that basket gets dropped a little too often for yep. me. Just like Donald Trump, like I'm not in, I'm not, I'm not in that basket of deplorables. I don't care what the left tries to label me as. Do it, whatever. You know, the guy runs for president again against Joe Biden or Gavin Newsom or Hillary Clinton or a, a dead armadillo in the <laughs> road. I'm voting for Donald Trump, right? That's if that's my option. That's what right. I'm going to do. Right. Do do I wish it was somebody else at this point? Yeah, wholeheartedly. Yeah. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. But is what it is, right? So is what it is, Sarah Gonzalez. Yeah. All right. I got. We got. God. We're out of. T- you know what we're going to do? We're going to continue this into Tuesday night. That's what okay. we're going to do. So it's, it's the way. It's the way we do it. All right. Let's do it. It's the way we do it. Let me read this real quick. Wait. Did we talk enough about the uh, podcast about our fellow host? About the about the Dave Rubens? Yeah. We'll get into that tomorrow night. Okay. We're okay. going to get into it. Ooh, into it. That into it? Oh, deep into it. Oh, gosh. Uh, hey, remember the last time you had two great nights sleep in a row? Are you still thinking about it? You still thinking? Uh, I've been sleeping better than I have in years thanks to my Cozy Earth sheets. Cozy Earth was founded to help transform lives by offering the softest, most luxurious, and responsibly sourced bedding in the world. 13 years and over 5,000 five-star reviews later, they've never wavered on that promise. That's one reason why Cozy Earth is the choice of top designers another is their luxury materials including the finest premium viscose from highly sustainable bamboo They're the best cozy earth the bedding best. is super soft lightweight temperature regulating so you sleep more comfortably year round uh whether it's their luxury sheets loungewear and pajamas or new bath collection you're gonna love 
shopping at Cozy Earth. And for a limited time, you can order their bedding in two new colors, olive and navy. Every bedding items come in a beautiful, reusable canvas tote. So get Cozy now. Save 35% on Cozy Earth. Go to CozyEarth.com slash Chad. Enter promo code C-H-A-D. I spell it Chad at checkout. Save 35%. CozyEarth.com slash Chad. Promo code Chad. We'll be right back. All right, Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered on YouTube. Follow her there. Shop Sarah G. And, of course, watchchad.com where all the fun stuff is. I got some stuff coming up. I'm going to be in Lindale, Texas. It's going to be a big show with the uh, Ragamuffins in East Texas. And then uh, we're bouncing all over the place. You get the full schedule. Watchchad.com. Sign up at Blaze, blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad and save. We're going to continue this conversation. We're going to get up in it tomorrow night on Tuesday. Love you. God bless you. Talk to you then. Bye.